Welcome to the Almighty's Dollar Podcast with Daniel Watts, the director of the EGM Institute. Welcome to this week's Almighty's Dollar Podcast. Gardening is a hobby that I've always loved. I love working with my hands and seeing things grow from seeds or tiny little starter plants to full-grown plants bearing fruit or some making their way to our dinner table. One year, I created a raised garden bed and planted some different herb seeds. The basil took off and grew like a weed, and we love fresh basil. The next year, I dedicated the entire bed to basil and planted several rows of seeds. Again, the basil grew like crazy, and by midsummer, we had enough basil for our entire neighborhood. In fact, we had so much basil that by the end of the summer, we were basiled out. (laughs) We'd sown the seeds and reaped an enormous harvest. And this is the principle Paul alludes to in 2 Corinthians 9, sowing and reaping. There's no question that the sowing is in regards to generous giving. The question is regarding the harvest. Paul leans into the generosity theme again in 2 Corinthians 9, 11. Paul then addresses generosity again, this time using an entirely different word. So let me read the passage. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion, and through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. That's in 2 Corinthians 9, verse 11. The Greek word translated here as generosity has a connotation of simplicity, sincerity, and purity of mind. Liberality is arising from simplicity and frankness of character. Here in verse 10, as well as in verse 13, the Greek word means open-heartedness and open-handedness with one's possessions. In a word, generosity. Often that word generosity reminds me of a time when I preached at my sister's Baptist church in Gulfport, Mississippi. Whenever I was invited, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. The congregation was always receptive and seemed to have such a tender heart toward the Lord. On one occasion, as I preached, I shared an illustration about the difficulties Christian children face in the Middle East. It was a pretty emotionally charged example, and I noticed one brother near the front obviously moved to tears by the work of God in the life of a young Egyptian girl. At the end of the service, when I was speaking to several people, I saw him waiting to talk to me. When the little crowd dispersed, he stepped up to me, took out his wallet, and he gave me everything he had in it. Then he reached into his pocket and pulled out all the coins he had and handed those to me as well. He could barely speak through the tears and said, I wish I had more on me to give. (laughs) I prayed for him, uh, for the girl in Egypt and for the church where she worshiped as he cried. Despite or maybe because of the tears, he exemplified, ironically, the cheerful, generous, open-hearted, gracious giving that Paul speaks about in this passage. Imagine what would happen today if the concepts of sowing, reaping, generosity, and the harvest were taught from the pulpits. 
Sowing generously and reaping generously is a wonderful kingdom principle that has unfortunately been hijacked by the prosperity movement. According to them, this passage teaches that generous giving, usually to their ministries, leads to material wealth for the giver. Paul would strongly disagree. Instead, Paul taught that generous giving helps the recipients and prompts thanksgiving to God. In this particular instance, the Corinthians' giving was also an example of obedience. Listen to 2 Corinthians 9, 12-15. Paul writes, This service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. Because of the service by which you have proved yourselves, others will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and with everyone else. And in their prayers for you, their hearts will go out to you because of the surpassing grace God has given you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. In short, generous, cheerful giving leads to a great spiritual harvest. When the harvest is also material, that blessing can lead to further generous and cheerful giving, as well as this more significant spiritual growth. In fact, generous and cheerful giving is directly related to our spiritual vitality and growth. Our heartfelt giving is an act of worship. Our generous giving is one way way we express our love for God. No wonder, then, that generous and cheerful giving contributes to spiritual revival and renewal, even as it gives glory to God. And this kind of climate can be created today on the road less traveled. That said, we do acknowledge the genuine concerns about raising funds and securing income and making budget in a church or a ministry. Certainly, Paul was concerned about funds for the church in Jerusalem. However, we can join him in being more concerned about helping Christ followers live with integrity and follow through on any commitment they made to God. Responding to the cross of Christ with heartfelt gratitude cultivating a climate of generosity toward God that leads to spiritual growth in our own lives and growth in God's kingdom, giving generously and cheerfully to God as an act of worship. Thanks for joining us this week. You can find more teaching on this topic and the road less traveled in Christian giving and fundraising on our website at www.egminstitute.org. If you like what you hear, please feel free to share our podcast link with a colleague or a friend. I look forward to being with you again next week. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Our next Almighty's Dollar podcast will be the same time next week. To learn more about giving and fundraising, check out the EGM Institute website at www.egminstitute.org.